Hello, and welcome to 7-Minute Opinions, your audio guide to thought-provoking arguments from a variety of writers and thinkers. I'm Lily Loofborough, and this week I'm going to talk you into binge-watching Murder, She Wrote, which is now streaming on Netflix. Murder, She Wrote ran for 12 years, from 1984 through 1996, and it features Jessica Fletcher, a recently widowed English teacher played by Angela Lansbury. Jessica's from Cabot Cove, Maine, where she starts writing mysteries in retirement and discovers she has a knack for sleuthing as well. In fact, after 12 seasons, four TV movies, a spin-off, two video games, four Golden Globe Awards, and 12 Emmy nominations, Jessica Fletcher is one of the most successful detectives to ever appear on TV. This success is mainly because Jessica Fletcher is not just the star of your grandmother's favorite show. She is a phenomenon. She's a polite maverick, a pleasant genius who goes jogging, cares about her neighbors, and monitors the world with penetrating, vaguely cow-like eyes. She is tall. Actually, she's so much taller than I expected that I've compiled a folder of screenshots named Giant Jessica, where she looks down on tiny male detectives. But Jessica's height is incidental. She doesn't flaunt it. She's a patient and dutiful advocate for a staggering number of nieces and nephews who regularly get arrested for murder. She's also astoundingly functional for a writer, so functional that despite being a fictional character from a show that aired back in the 80s, she's transcended the screen and landed a book deal. Her book series is doing great. Jessica Fletcher isn't tortured. She is not depressed. She entertains at her house, exercises regularly, and flirts when she wants to. She's silly, a ham even when she feels like it, and she's a fine actor with a decent voice. She solves problems simply and well, and she's just famous enough. Not so much that people bother her, but sufficiently well-known that she's respected wherever she goes. She's invited to teach criminology classes at universities all over the Northeast. The police welcome her into their investigations. So does the CIA, for that matter. Unlike Agatha Christie's Miss Marple, whose ability to detect was more or less contingent on everyone underestimating her abilities because she was old and a lady, everyone takes Jessica Fletcher seriously, as they should. How long do we have before the commencement exercises begin? About an hour. Good. I have a couple of phone calls to make. Then, can I borrow your bicycle? This is the power of Jessica Fletcher. Neither her silliness nor her normalcy dilute her brand. Her credibility is indestructible. So is her self-esteem. If someone's rude to Jessica Fletcher, she notices. Oh, she notices. But she never takes it personally. She can register intelligent surprise and majestic indifference with the tilt of a chin as she does after this tactless exchange. Mr. Baldwin, have you lured me here to offer me some sort of job? Please, Mrs. Fletcher, permit me the seduction before you cry rape. But people aren't often rude to Jessica. She elicits respect in ways almost no one in the real world ever could. If she turns up at the police station, the police say, Oh, you write mysteries? Thank God. Welcome to the crime scene. Help us. And she does. She does. The dialogue follows this loopily surreal pattern, too. When she asks a man about his whereabouts at the time of the murder, he doesn't say, leave me alone, go away. He says, What a generous thought. But you needn't concern yourself with me. At the time of that detective's untimely demise, I was seated at the parlor piano, delighting my fellow guests with dozens of melodic gems from my incomparable repertoire. Murder, She Wrote has everything in its gently swaying world. It concerns itself with computer technology, My goodness, a word processor. It addresses the basic human problem of desire. Johnny, now that you're a bachelor, you have to indulge. And it guest stars basically everyone with an IMDb page. There's Lucille Bluth from Arrested Development. 
He refused to die, and that wimp of a director let him get away with it. Leslie Nielsen. Are you seriously suggesting that someone is trying to kill your niece? Oh, and George Clooney. Corey, my father does not go around knifing people. But the rotating cast of familiar faces isn't the only nostalgic attraction. There's all sorts of retro drama, including come-ons. You know, I've been watching you, and uh, you've got pretty good win for an old broad. Affairs. It was good, clean sex once a week. Lies. You know, I'd, uh, I'd be the last person in the world to gossip about my clients. Slander. Oh, she's a very bad cat. Insults. And you're both crazier than a mallet in heat. Accusations. You're not suggesting, Chief, that Ron Mercer had anything to do with the killing, are you? Problems? Uh, excuse me, Professor Laird, uh, the cucumber sandwiches are running out. Would you like me to make some more? Gotcha moments. The point is, Miss Spiegel, you don't have a sister in Augusta. The point is, you don't have a sister. And, of course, confessions. <sighs> I hit him with a candlestick. Best of all, there's an episode in which a dog is accused of being the criminal. His name is Teddy, and Teddy the dog is even called to the stand in court by Jessica Fletcher. Uh, to keep this short, I'm only going to call one witness, Teddy. I started watching Murder, She Wrote during one of life's more difficult stretches and was surprised at how soothing I found its mildly sordid universe. As fantasies of superwomen go, few are as humble or silly or satisfying. So I'll recommend the show as Jessica Fletcher herself might. Try it. You could do worse. And that does it for this episode of 7-Minute Opinions. Look out for new episodes every Tuesday on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. For more of the week's selection of podcasts, including 7-Minute Explainers and This Week I Learned, go to theweek.com slash audio. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, tell your friends, or give us a rating or a review on iTunes. I'm Lily Loofborough, and thanks so much for listening.